0: Welcome to Raising Connections. I'm your host, Ray Mayer. This is the program where we talk about all of your critters, companions, commerce, and agriculture, and the connections between them. This morning, as always, we have some fun guests. We have Ashlyn Thompson, Denise Nicely, and myself, and we're talking about Mariah Bell Manor Kettle and the best of 2023 and what we're looking at for 2024 and why we're looking at it. Mariah Bell Manor Daycare started many years ago, about 15 years ago, with a client coming to us and saying, could you do this? crazy thing called doggy daycare. And we looked at each other and went, why in the world would someone want to do doggy daycare when you're living in the Mount Airy area and we have these big yards? And then it was my husband who said, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to make it worthwhile because it's got to be really valuable. I come from 16 teachers, three superintendents and one principal. And that influenced a lot of our thinking about 15 or so years ago on how we were going to set this daycare day camp program up. The way that we did it was, and the way we still do it. And one of the things we're redoing again for 2024 is there's daycare and there's day camp. And why is that? The reason for that is not all dogs belong in day camp. I'm going to rock the boat with that. And that's okay. I've rocked the boat before. Daycare is where your dog comes and they will learn how to do these activities, learn how to be social, or find out that daycare is not really for them. Maybe they don't enjoy being there. Maybe their social skills aren't there. Maybe their training level isn't there. Maybe there are things that we can work with to get them there. Maybe a trainer of your choice can help work with them to get them there. Maybe the things that you need is someone who can let the dog out and work with the dog until you're home after six o'clock at night. That's what daycare is. Day camp is for those dogs who want to be social, who enjoy mental as well as physical stimulation. Not saying the day campers don't get mental and physical stimulation. Those enrichment activities are very stimulating, but they do it either in a very small select group or solo because their skills need to be developed or the skills just don't exist for that dog, and that's okay too. But they still may want the enrichment and the play. They just think that maybe they're more of a person than they are a dog. Day camp is where dogs get to be dogs, and this is where I rock the boat again. So many daycares make the environment beautiful for the people. Well, that means bright colors a lot of times and touchy-feely wonderful things, but the dogs don't really see color the way that humans see things, and they don't really smell things the way that humans smell things, and they really don't experience the world the way that humans experience the world. So when we set up daycare, we're really careful to make sure the humans get their needs met and the dogs get their needs met. Oftentimes we're asked, how do you know that a dog has had a good time? Is it when they go home happy? Oh no, it's when they come back and the owners have to go to the car wash because there's drool on the side of the car. They're so excited to get here. That's when you know you've done it well. And that's when we know that the owners like what they're seeing and experiencing and they have an image in their head, but the dogs enjoy what they're seeing and doing and being part of because they are experiencing it through their senses. So we based daycare around the five senses. And now that 2023 is coming to a close and 2024 is coming in, we ask our staff, what were the best things of 2023? What are we going to repeat for 2024? What are we going to say, oh, that was a total dud and get rid of it. And what are the things that we want to try this year? My all-time favorite activity involves the ice cubes because you can do so much with ice Cubes. They float, they get chewed up. You can put things in them. They come in different shapes, and you can do all sorts of wild and crazy things, all sorts of places with ice cubes. My favorite for last year is the same, I think, is going to be my favorite for this year. It's the bourbon balls. It's the round ice cube. The round ice cube, you can put things in, you can put them in muffin tins, and they spin round and round. I think the ice cubes and the tennis balls and the muffin tins are pretty close to my two favorites because of all the things you can do with them and all of the different ways that you can. Can use those. You can even take the old tennis balls and freeze ice in them with a piece of duct tape. I mean, there's nothing you can't do with a tennis ball and a muffin tin, I'm pretty sure. My other favorite one is bottle spin, which is different than spin the bottle. That's a whole different kind of, that's a people game from the 50s, I think. But a bottle spin is when treats are put into the bottles and they spin around and deliver treats. That was popular several years ago, and they've become more popular as games that are now sold or puzzles that are now sold. And I really find that a good old plastic bottle, you sure get a A lot of mileage out of it. The really pretty puzzles have some intricacies to them, but some of the basics and classics are classics and basics for a reason. One of the things I'm looking forward to in 2024, and we'll talk about a little more with Ashlyn, are the Snuffle Mats. Last year it was the puzzles, and they look sort of like a Weeble Wobble, and we'll talk about those. This year I'm really looking forward to the Snuffle Mats, and I really have to find out this year are they too much like a carpet? When we talk with Ashlyn and Denise, we'll hear about what we're going to be doing for daycare, what toys are the pick of the year, what toys are we really getting rid of because they just didn't work? And which toy was the most favorite for the wrong reason? I'll give you a hint. It gets de-skinned, not de-scuffed. And it's actually a puzzle with a rubberized layer. Welcome, Ashlyn. You have been doing so much work in the kennel. You're one of the managers at the kennel. You are and have been and probably will continue to have a very large influence in daycare. Let's daycare.
1: Daycare is our group play enrichment program. We have several groups throughout the day that we rotate and we get to test out all of our fun activities and toys that we have and see how each energy level and size and all those
0: different kinds of groups see how they react to our different activities. At Bell, we run a daycare and a day camp. And that's something we're bringing back for 2024. Yes, it is. So
1: our daycare will still be what we're used to. Our enrichment activity with all the fun crafts and pictures and dress up and everything that all our clients are used to seeing. Daycare will be pretty much what it sounds like. Daycare for your dog. We will come drop off. the morning, pick up in the evening, they'll be let out by themselves and we watch them for the day. But if the day camp is what we'll have our
0: enrichment and all that fun, good stuff. So the day camp, they have to come and be evaluated and be able to be in group and participate together, be on a routine schedule. Yes. So maybe somebody who's having the house cleaned once a month and they need to bring the dog somewhere safe, somewhere that they go in, they go out, that's daycare. daycare. Yes. Now, if I'm in daycare, can I still do the enrichment activity? I mean, we haven't really figured that out quite yet, but maybe for more more money. (laughs) (laughs) The daycare is really evolving again because there's a need there. There is. Prices have increased. Activities have increased. Not all dogs are meant for daycare and some need day camp, some need daycare, some need socialization. It is. It really does depend on
1: the dog, like not even just the breed, the size, whatever, like, it just depends on their own personality, I guess. And probably the time
0: of their life, too. That is very true, also. Because puppies and geriatrics would probably have... Slightly different. Yes. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that we've run into at Mariah Bell is the veterinaries are now recommending longer times until spay or neuter, Mm, mm -hmm. while having sexually mature dogs in group together. That's a little
1: bit difficult for us. It's Um, a little bit difficult. Although it's not... A hard rule against that. We still play it by ear. And I have definitely noticed not a huge change, but a big increase in some of our crazy, lots of pee, super excited, if you will, male dogs that It makes group play pretty difficult sometimes. It does. And it's one of those things that daycare might come in. Exactly. So So they can do daycare until they're ready for camp or
0: the other way around, honestly. So it keeps everybody involved. It's it's reworking the systems so that they still fit everybody's needs. Exactly. You have the most fun job in the kennel, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, (laughs) I do. I really do. I think you have one of the most fun jobs in the kennel (laughs) because you get to pick activities for the year. Michelle and I have a lot of fun with that. We'll be talking to Michelle a little bit about this. But you get to pick the activities. How do you pick these enrichment activities? There's activity of the day. How do you do that? So
1: at the end of the day, they are all geared around the five senses. Touch, taste, smell, sight, hearing. Our biggest one is probably smell. We do a lot of nose work activities. Those are some of my favorite activities. But really, we every week... At least all five centres should be touched on at some point throughout the week. And then aside from that, we will seasonally theme. It's technically the first week of December for camp this week. So we've got some wintry and Christmas stuff out. Last week, we had Thanksgiving. So we had our boarders have a Thanksgiving feast and our campers had a Thanksgiving feast. The week before that, we had Friendsgiving. So it's just very themed to what is just going on in the world and the time of year, really.
0: And to have an activity that uses the mind and an activity that uses the body keeps the dogs balanced. Yes.
1: And really just physical exertion. It sometimes is not enough for the dog and they'll still go home and be crazy. And their owners will be like, did my dog not play today? Why are because they need to be mentally stimulated, also. Right. If the not, mental stimulation is really what tuckers them out. It does.
0: It does. I, I know if I've been out running around all day, or I've been yeah, really exactly. physically, act, I'll dream all night long. Right. If my mind hasn't been exercised <laughs> and my body exercised, it still needs the work. I am out of whack. You have all of these activities every week. There's a different theme. All of the lesson plans that go with it. And you have the ability to pick toys, to pick activities, to try out all the stuff we talked about at the beginning of 2023. How did it go? What were those toys? What were the activities? What did it and what didn't do it? I think we had a fantastic year, but everything
1: that we tried, the dogs have really liked. I think we've gotten to know our dogs and get to know what they like. Some activities, the stackable bowling ball thing that looked like a bowling ball that you like. puzzle. Yeah. There's two puzzles, though. There was one you had to take out, and there was one that they had to knock over. So So, the playology and Starmark toys, yep. The ones that are just, like, super energetic, and all they want to do is play, play, play. They're not going to really wind down and focus on that toy. The ones that are kind of just here to be here, and they just do whatever they're told really. And they know that it's time to hang out with friends and they're a little chill. We can get them to actually settle down and pay attention to the activity and we will demonstrate it for them. And then they can try it on their own and we got to get our pictures. But it is a challenge to get all of the dogs to participate in the activity sometimes for sure. They definitely liked most of the puzzle toys we got them this year.
0: If you have a dog that's not food motivated, Mm. do you put them into a group that is food motivated to work that puzzle toy? Or do you work that puzzle toy to build their interest? How do you do that?
1: Again, can sometimes depend on the dog. But a lot of the times if they see other dogs interested in the puzzle toy, then they might be like, oh, what's this? A little peer go, pressure. Yeah, let me go check this out. Like Owners that I've said, oh, your dog got in the pool today. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they saw everybody else get in the pool, so they got in the pool too. And the pools are one of the things we added this year. I loved the pools that we got this year. And they're just not they the kitty pools great. from no, the hardware. They, they are, are dog pools made for dogs. We would go through those kitty pools like probably two or three a summer. They were just not cutting it for our crazy dogs. So we have some industrial good dog pools that a couple of them have the ability to like have a little sprinkler system set up onto it. So it's extra fun. We can hook up the hose and it'll like squirt water out so the dogs can run through it and jump in the pool. And it was a blast this summer. It really was. And it's a mister. So it doesn't encourage dry drowning. Exactly. There are un-misters also, like a stream, but they loved the misters. And so did staff, honestly, on those hot days you you can just stand in the mister while you're outside. That was great. And there's balls that go into some of those. Those are also really fun. Is that something we're doing this year or something will be next year? Is that on a wish list? Hmm, that's probably on our wish list. We've done the balls in the normal ball pit, but we've never actually put them in the pools.
0: Now, the normal ball pit might not be the ball pit they're thinking about. The normal ball pit with the is ball? it has a round and a round it's yeah. not like what you jump in at chunky cheese <laughs> yeah we kind of made it like that though but all it was all balls. different yeah. sizes yes. and it's a ring yes so they can chase the ball round and around. right and what we're talking about now is putting lots of smaller balls
1: oh yes we did do that with our yellow ball
0: pit too new priorities for 2023 yep. so balls in water <laughs> 2024 so oh. 23 was good it was puzzles it was the year yes. of puzzles yes
1: Next year is the year of? Fun. (laughs) Snuffle mats will be really fun. I'm looking forward to trying out some snuffle mats and some lick mats as well. One of my favorite activities from this past year that we tried out If we put some like paint on a canvas and then put the paint canvas in like a Ziploc bag, taped it to the ground and then put some peanut butter on top of the Ziploc bag. So that way they would lick the peanut butter and spread the paint. They loved that so much. And they got to make artwork to bring home for their mommies. I think we did it for Mother's Day. LJ's artwork is still hanging on the refrigerator. There you go. We did that. So I think since they liked that, they would like lick mats. Lick mats are these little silicone mat, really, that sometimes they have suction cups to the ground. Um, sometimes they don't, but they have like different textures on them. And you can put yogurt, pumpkin, peanut butter, their dog food, like a wet dog food put like anything spread it out on there put it in the freezer put it in front of your dog and have them lick it off it can entertain them for like 30 minutes to an hour depending on how frozen it was that I really think we should try and do like a little nap time lick mat that would really work their minds as well so that would
0: give them the extra nap a little bit yeah my all-time favorite toy is still the tennis ball and the muffin tin that's still my my personal favorite it's a great
1: one and the dogs know that activity they They recognize the muffin tin. second
0: only to the little round ice balls and yes. the muffin tins that go round and around and around and <laughs> around, you know. Most commonly known as bourbon ice, but they actually work really well in the muffin tin. They tent. do. If somebody's listening to this and they're like, I think this sounds like so much fun. I want a job there. Please. How do you apply and what do you look for for somebody in daycare?
1: First and foremost, you just have to love the dogs. It really is just,
0: I'd say, the biggest part. So if somebody's hearing this and they think, <laughs> I really want to do this. I really want to become part of Mariah Bell. I want a dog daycare job somewhere. What is it that you look for in someone? We obviously just look for
1: the people that are very passionate about the dogs, just love the dogs. I love the dogs. I don't know what I would do without the dogs. They make my world go round. But not only that, it's not as fun as it looks. It's very fun, but it's not all fun necessarily. There's lots of hairballs. Yeah, that's that's and a great word. Discipline. <laughs> yes, there is, and understanding, and schedule, and routine, and, and understanding play styles and behaviors, yes. and you have to be knowledgeable. We do lots of training so that our staff is knowledgeable, but there is a lot of knowledge that is to be had. You're just saying, oh, like, they're just playing with dogs all day. We have to, like, match up the groups just to make sure there's no issues.
0: And you have to know how to correct those issues when they do Exactly. Exactly. If and when. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes when I have a bad weekend I try not to bring it to work. But sometimes Sunday Monday mornings
1: can be a little dicey. That's that is very true. That's true for the dogs too. Like if they haven't been in a long time or if they've maybe just got a new sibling or something, or they just something big changed happened. We can sometimes kind of tell a difference in their behavior here. So we're gonna be looking forward to your report
0: in 2023. The year of puzzles was actually really good. Very good. And this the little round rubble rolling around. <laughs> we'll put a picture on Facebook so everybody knows what these things are. They almost look like wobbles. Weeble wobbles, they wobble, they but they, like don't, weeble wo- they don't fall a down. Weeble wobbles are good. Kind of like a weeble yeah. wobble, and they've been a huge success. But next year the year of puzzles and balls and lick mats. Yes. We'll be staying tuned. Thank you for joining us, Ashley. Thank you. Join me, Raishan Mayer, from Mariah Belmander Kennel for our new adventure, Living Life Tails Up podcast, combining everyday life with what goes on at the Kennel and farm, a bit of humor, some ideas, and some positive happy bubbles. We're living tails up, nose down, and staying on track. We hope to see you on Living Life Tails Up for five to ten minutes worth of happy, happy bubbles shooting out there in the atmosphere. See you soon. Denise nicely is with me. She's one of our folks at the kennel. Denise, you have been our health coordinator at Mariah Bell. You're part of daycare. You help us care for all the dogs on a routine basis. That's yes. the boarding, that's the bathing. If you had to pick one toy that the dogs have just gone gaga for, what would it be this year?
2: The chuckets. The, the chuckets? Chuck-it it's a, a ball. It's not really the ball, it's the actual tool that you use to throw the ball. So I guess it would kind of be a, a tool for us. It's
0: a tool. <laughs> yes. And what does this tool look like? (laughs) It's a long
2: stick, and the end has a cup that a tennis ball can fit into. Pretty much all the dogs we have, they love playing fetch. So I would say that it's pretty much a tool for us, but we love using it. They love fetching. It makes it easier for us.
0: Every now and then, because the kennel is next to the horse pasture, and there's separation in there. And I can always tell when we have like a baseball or softball player, because this truck, somebody's got an arm, and all of a sudden you see the horses chasing an orange ball. (laughs) And they're like, yes! So the truck, you think that's your favorite? favorite. You yeah. think it saves your shoulder? Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. You can play fetch for longer.
0: And the balls are made out of some pretty tough stuff.
2: Yes, there's rubber. I think they also make just regular tennis balls.
0: One of the things I want to try as the days get very dark is they have glow in the dark chucket balls. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Or very terrifying, and I'm not sure which. <laughs> Easy to find. I'm not sure what the dogs will think about that. We have yeah. to try those. In the boarding or bathing arena, what has been the thing that has just been really... Oh, for you this year
2: in the boarding I would say not really a product but the kindness from some of our clients donating some stuff we've had clients donate some crates and beds and stuff that's always really sweet absolutely Um, we could always use those you know yeah not really a product but that's what I would say in the boarding area
0: it's the thing that touches your One of the things I'm not sure that most of our listeners understand is how much we really care, or I hope they do understand that and they see it in our actions. (laughs) Maybe I should say it that way, because we've had some tough times this year with dogs that have aged and dogs that have had really unusual medical situations, dogs that have put us to the test in all of our knowledge. It seems like once we learn something, there it is. (laughs) I always kind of wondered, did we not see it before? Or did, when we put it out there in the atmosphere, did it come to us? Yeah. One of my favorites this year has been the bathing products.
2: New shampoos, new scents. I love
0: that. It's always kind of fun. There's always a battle. And Michelle and I will talk about this battle. But she really loves a particular scent. And I just can't abide by it. Yeah. I just, the honey and almonds she thinks is wonderful. I and like the,
2: it too. The, yes. Oh, conditioner. Yes. yes. I love
0: And to me, I just think it's one of those things that I wouldn't want to be bathed in and smell all day.
2: (laughs) We have some clients, too, that they'll say, they pick up, they're like, I don't want that smell anymore. And we're like, okay.
0: What are you looking forward to most in 2024? We have a whole 365 days of 2024. What are you looking forward to?
2: Hmm. I would say settling into this new role that I've taken here and really seeing what it's going to bring in. I definitely have seen a lot of that already, but yeah, I'm just excited to see more of it.
0: And this is the health coordinator role. Yes,
2: yes.
0: One of the things that really prompted Mariah Bell Manor-Kennel to put this role together was oftentimes myself with my background in hardcore microbiology and a lot of the things I've done in other lives get to share and pass on and take folks to teach them. And I enjoy, as much as our folks watch the puppies grow, I enjoy watching our staff grow. And this health coordinator role really allows me to transfer some of my knowledge off to you and to others on staff. The greatest compliment I got in 2023 was when we were going out as staff to different facilities and different conferences. And the feedback I got was, I already knew a lot of this stuff. It was just more in-depth there. I'm really looking forward to you growing into that role and putting those shoes on and getting the education to go with it and the healthcare because it's the school nurse of the kennel. I'm excited. It's a heck of a role. Yeah. One of the things I think I'm looking forward to the daycare model, we kind of rock the world of daycare a little bit with the five senses. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to engaging those five senses a little bit differently. Seven surfaces has always been yeah. my favorite. Seven different surfaces to walk on, seven different surfaces to investigate. I'm really looking forward to the snuffle mats. I've seen those, Yep. Yeah. I think that's going to be really interesting. And I'm not sure if it's going to be one of those. Does it smell like it? Does it look like it? Can you find it? Or can I eat it, move it, and carry it with me? Yeah,
2: tear apart,
0: yeah. It's going to be really interesting. We will keep tabs on you as you go through in the health coordinator role out there with your chucket, making sure all the dogs are exercised. What is your favorite day camp activity?
2: Probably searching through the tins to find the treats and stuff. It's ah. almost like a snuffle mat because we'll cover it with some fabrics or something and they'll have to search through and find that. It's always fun to see who can get it really quick and who's just like whatever. You can see who's food motivated and who could care less.
0: So if you have a dog that's not food motivated, how do you engage them?
2: I guess we could put more kibble on top. Not make it as hard the first time, put some kibble around.
0: Interesting. We'll have to think about that. That's your challenge. We're going to ask you this about mid-year. How are you challenging dogs who are not food motivated? I think Ashlyn has some ideas for you on this one. I love how the staff at Mariah Bell all has different strengths and we work together to make each other better. Looking forward to 2024. If somebody said, ooh, I really want to go work at Mariah Bell, what would you tell them?
2: We'll probably tell them you're going to get a lot more out of it than you think.
0: (laughs) So it's more than you expect. So when you fill out the application and it says kennel technician, there's a lot more behind that kennel technician than you ever thought there might be. I think a lot of
2: people would just expect to be taking care of
0: dogs. It's the client relationships, I think. It's the relationships amongst the staff, the relationships in our community with our veterinaries, with our other kennels, with our other daycare providers, with our pet sitters, and how all of that coordinates together. It's not just a kennel. It's not just a pet sitter. It's not just the veterinary. It's not just the groomer. It's how we all work together. I'm looking forward to 2024. (laughs) I think it's going to be big. We'll see how big it gets. You know, I'm looking forward to some of the new toys, some of the new daycares. I think the toy that I'm looking most forward to is the Snuffle Mats and the results of the giant Weeble Wobble. I think those are my favorite ones. And I I will definitely be sharing the -the glow-in-the-dark chuckle balls. Maybe there's glow-in-the-dark nail polish and we could put all the dogs in some glow-in-the-dark nail polish to go with this. This We could really start a thing here, you know? Denise, thank you for being part of Mariah Bell and sharing with us what you liked and what's coming in 2020. For. This program has been mixed and edited by me, Robin Temple, and produced by Rashan Mayer. We would like to thank our guests, Roshan, Ashlyn, and Denise, and everyone at Raising Connections would like to wish you a safe and healthy 2024.